Welcome to the Dry Run Podcast, the podcast where we uh, try different structures, formats, just various things that we think of. Shoes. Uh, it's different week to week, and we're, uh, I'm here alongside Nathaniel and Tim. Hey, guys. Hi. What's up? How's it going? Yeah, we, uh, we're on the tail end of that fantastic, historic Super Bowl game. Uh, it, was, it was big. You guys have any thoughts on it? I Really didn't think that that team could pull it out and beat the other team, but they really did. It was pretty incredible. Yeah, I can't definitely believe... a winner and a loser. Yeah. I can't believe that there was a bench-clearing brawl. <laughs> yeah, that was surprising. I, I, think, I honestly think the guy that instigated it, um, he needs to be let go from his team he needs he to be suspiciously like trump actually um <laughs> like it, it, like he had very strange hair for a football player it was the first thing that i noticed i can't believe um, trump performed at halftime yeah and you know if your hair <laughs> he did a, a puppet show you know if you can tell that your hair is strange when you're wearing a football helmet you know that hair is pretty strange a trump puppet show yeah a trumpet show wait Oh, gosh. <sighs> Can we start over? Trump with puppets <laughs> with trumpets, you know. Yeah, yeah, I don't... Wait, so it's the Raiders or and the... Uh... Yeah, the Raiders did not win the Super Bowl. I know that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you now? I do, because I watched the game. It was good. Um, but yeah, no one really cares about uh, sports talk here at uh, Studio... We don't really have a name for the studio. Studio Sam. Studio Sam? Uh, <laughs> maybe. I mean, that's a strange name for it because I don't really think I'm tied to it other than me being here right know, now. That's funny. Um, yeah. Studio, studio. Jazz studio? I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. We're bouncing ideas off. But yeah, no, we're in, we're in February. February, not a leap year this year. It's definitely no longer Halloween. Yep, not Halloween anymore. There will not be boo. a 29th day. Did you say ooh or boo? Boo. I'm a big. Like, was that Halloween a negative day. boo or like a ghostly boo? Mm. I think it was like, ah, I'm so scared that there is less than 29 days in this month. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, substantial. That happens, you know, three times every four years. Yeah. Because, you know, it's different than all the other ones, and we should be afraid of things that are different. <laughs> yeah, February is kind of just in general, just kind of a shitty, weather-wise, it's just kind of a shitty month, so it's kind of nice that it gets over sooner, even though March isn't much better. It's the same thing. So, but If we were still in uh, school, though, March would hold spring break, mm, which spring is a redeeming factor. Break. Yeah, I... Spring break was never a big one for me. I don't think I've ever gone anywhere for I went to break. Florida last year. Really? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I remember I in... rode the wave, baby. <laughs> I remember Dude, it was lit. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, 
I remember one time in like elementary or school, elementary school or something, it was like everyone got back and it's like, let's go around in a circle and say what we did for spring break. And I thought that I was very funny and clever because my turn. I was like, I went to the dentist, which was true, but <laughs> I didn't go anywhere. Wow, that is not funny or clever. I know. That's, <laughs> it. that's why I'm highlighting it now. This is uh, the, uh, this is the, uh, I went to the dentist. I bet you laughed after you said it too. Uh, like, no, uh, I know. I, 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 the teacher's I, like, shut the fuck up, Sam. I don't. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> um. Yeah. Dentist. Dentistry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a word. Yep. Dentistry. Yeah, I feel do you like, think yeah, do you... spring break does kind of have that sort of ominous uh I mean at least I think to like sane people now who are afraid of, you know, the spread of COVID. I feel like it definitely has that sort of ominous uh theater behind it of um it's no longer it just this place where you go to like hopefully see, you know, some like college freshman like flash you know girls gone wild or something now it's like isn't that what like isn't that what people like do when they go to like florida i don't know just look for tits i've never <laughs> i've never like gone to like one of these like college know. spring break things but like i guess i, I or like just get like hammered on south padre and pass out in the sun and like people isn't find you and texas? save you yeah that that is in texas that's true but um I, yeah, I just I I'm just generally constantly on the lookout for tits. So, I mean, uh, everywhere you are, Mister Skin of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, God, that's such a nasty nickname. <laughs> Which also we didn't bring up when we. Everyone does it. call me Mister Skin of we, the podcast. We didn't we didn't cover that when we watched Creature of the Black Lagoon. Do you have any uh, any information or anything you saw? Any times that you thought potentially that yeah. you you could have been like you, you're, when are you're all the time action? stamps that they showed her ankles? <laughs> very suggestive. Uh, there there are some very suggestive ankles in that in that uh, that like that time when um, he almost you know touches her foot. That, that part yeah, is probably it, the right. As the viewer, we are that hand, you know, like mm -hmm. we we see the film as that hand reaching for the ankle. Yeah, mm -hmm. and when he finally grabs her and just drags her way to the cave it's like oh yeah i like where <laughs> this is going <laughs> but, it's a but, fucking uh, shape of water shit yeah what is the shape of water again i never it's a guillermo uh, it's about... del toro movie that came out like two or three years ago one best picture it's about like this uh pretty much like the gill man but he's in like a like a government facility and they're doing tests on him and then there's like this um like cleaning uh, I think she's like a maid sort of thing at this government facility and she is there after hours and then like kind of like starts to fall in love with it. Does she like... I mean, like, oh yeah. Fuck it. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know. The, I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything, but you, oh, oh yeah. You got to see it. Huh. Wasn't my favorite movie I ever saw, but I, I can see where it you know, was in the conversation for Best Picture. It definitely was like a... Yeah, it was good. It was definitely different. Yeah. Very ballsy. Yeah. Uh, ambitious was ballsy yeah. was it also a little bit uh cummy <laughs> uh i'm not is gonna that, spoil is that, anything, is that why but, they call oh, it yeah. the shape of water <laughs> gross <laughs> i don't get it um don't think too hard yeah. into it <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah 
Well, you see water normally, you can't see its shape. But if there's something in it that's gumming it up and giving it substance, you could see the shape of that. Oh. I think is... Uh, yeah. That oh, Cum yeah. is mostly water itself, so, you know... <laughs> Some really nasty <laughs> mouth noise. <laughs> you know, cum is really wired too. <laughs> that wasn't even fucking. My mouth is really dry. I brought. It sounded dry as hell. Where's your uh, Pepsi? Uh, yeah, I guess I I sipped I sipped all of my. You Pepsi. finished I it can, and then I rinsed I, it out I and put it in the recycling. Uh, yeah, thank you. You need it. You need another one. I completed one can of uh, NFL branded actually Pepsi. Um, maybe we can have one of our uh, one of our producers bring in a, a Pepsi. Um, yep. Um, one of our. Where's the banker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the banker. He's uh, he's up over my right shoulder. I can't. I can never see him. He's always right behind me. That sounds fucking scary. He stands, he stands, looms over my shoulder. Just looms over your right shoulder, just like leaning in. You can smell just nasty breath. I am looking at this Pepsi can. It does talk about the Super Bowl and the halftime show. And as I turn the can, there's no mention of who, who or what this the halftime show is. A little disappointed by that. That is a little disappointing. That would make the can- commemorative can like a lot cooler if it had like what teams played and stuff. Well, they definitely produced this before. Uh, oh, the Super Bowl. Were- the Super Bowl is in uh, is in Florida this year. Is that why we were talking about that? No, yeah. but I think the reason that this is uh, has halftime show on it is because Pepsi sponsored the halftime. So show, it's Super which Bowl remem- fifty four. Remembering, yeah, it says uh, remembering Tampa Bay, Florida. Remembering the. Uh, the Super Bowl, uh, I, I do remember Pepsi being very prominent in the halftime show. They had, you know, their mascot, the, the three-colored ball, came out on stage at one point and kind of, you know, crowd surfed. <laughs> Dude, that sounds like the craziest fucking halftime show ever. It was pretty crazy. You know it's going to be crazy. It's in Florida this year. It's going to be well, a wild halftime Shakira, show. Shakira, or I mean, was... No, it was, it was, was Jennifer it, Lopez. It was Janet yeah. Jackson. And Justin Timberlake, if you're thinking of no, the, I was thinking of I was thinking of the recent really really funny one oh, that, they, that the are not funny but very very sexualized. Shakira one. and J Lo. That was the yeah, hottest. Yeah. Also, it was Shakira and J Lo. Yes, it was uh, pretty great. And uh, then that one like Christian guy like sued them for giving him a boner or something. <laughs> yeah, I do remember hey, that. What? Yeah, he like sued them for like for how for sexual ca- yeah, it was. for causing him to have sexual thoughts. Which is wow. just like hilarious, yeah. For like you know many reasons. Um, and they, I, I followed that court case, and there was a point when the kind of the smoking gun incident was the. Uh, they were asking him for proof, and they're like, "Did you take a picture? Did you take video? Do you? How do we know?" And uh, he couldn't produce it. Couldn't make it happen. He didn't like snap it. Oh, so he should. Yeah, he didn't doc- He didn't document it. Yeah, Jay Balvin played that show as well. Um, he, I believe, danced with J Lo at one point. There's a photo of him wearing his signature shoe. That was the first time it was revealed. And he's doing this weird thing where he's like a foot behind her while she's dancing, and he's like air cupping the space behind her ass. It's a very strange photo. Um, <laughs> Maybe he wasn't allowed to actually, you know, grab her ass. I mean, I mean, I'm. Sure, he was neither allowed nor comfortable doing that, nor nor should he have just you know gone in there. Although I'm sure, you know, all all fans among among us, uh, you know, would love to know. 
the <laughs> the uh, I, I'm remembering another day in that court case further along the line. They actually brought Shakira and J Lo in in their costumes, and they performed the Super Bowl in the courtroom to try to see if it would produce the same effect. And uh, I think I think the I think the the OJ's lawyer was involved, but he's like, if if he did not get hard, send him to the yard. That's what he said. Yeah. When, and uh, the, he the judge <laughs> said, if he didn't get stiff, you got to quit. <laughs> Judge said, I'm a woman, but that was a very nice dance. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone can appreciate a, a dance. A dance like that. Booty quake. I'm trying to think of a, a better rhyme with equip. Oh, uh, if, if you think I wasn't thinking it since I last was talking, <laughs> <laughs> certainly was. <laughs> I landed on if it didn't if get hard, send him to the yard. It's not hard as shit. You must quit. <laughs> like sort of rhyme thick with a quit. It's not. If it's not great. Thick. You must quit. <laughs> oh man. Okay. I see. We like can all be thinking about it. Someone's got to be talking. Yeah. So send us. Send us a message on our social media yeah. if you have a better joke on the if it does not fit, you can't acquit uh, OJ Send it line. To, make sure you post it on each one yeah. of our individual Facebook pages. Yes. <laughs> Personal pages. Yeah. Seek us out, you know, and uh, tell us what you think. Yeah, how, do you like J-Lo? Tell us. Tell us. <laughs> tell what us would you do to J-Lo's ass? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> A real person, you can't just uh act like Jay Baldwin out there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she uh, she's the one out there dancing all sexy. Mm. Yeah, I don't like I the see direction you saw the of court the... case too. <laughs> that was a was a big moment. Yeah, she brought in a witness. Uh, that's, that's some American history right there, you know. But no, um, I, you, 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 earlier I would like to rewind. You like implied that I forgot that it was like Janet Jackson who. Um, yeah, I thought that's what you were talking about. Uh, typically when people go to like you know try to make some sort of connection to the Super Bowl, it goes back to Ju- yeah. uh, Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake. I don't remember exposing. how long ago. it was. A long time ago. Um. Oh, we were still like kids. Like. Yeah, I remember though that. So I was at like a like a Super Bowl party for some of my dad's coworkers. Like, and I was like in this basement, you know, and like the Super Bowl halftime show was on, and I was eating whatever I was eating because like that was of course the only reason why I wanted to go to these things was like adults made you know, a bunch of delicious, you know, like, you know, bad for you food and you get to eat as much of it as you want. And so I was there and I was watching this music and I I just like got to see it like a tit, like out of nowhere. And that was crazy. And then, and then this, this panicked, uh, wo- woman sitting next to me that I did not know. She just like instinctively covered my eyes <laughs> and I remembered being like annoyed and being like, I'm old enough to see this. Like, <laughs> did you say that or was that just your inner monologue? That was my, my inner monologue. I don't okay. think I said anything, but that like, would have been I hilarious. De- I if definitely you do think I tried enough. to like peek around it. Like, I mean, how long did it last? I, it, it, was, it was it was it was not on TV for a long time. I mean, it because was maybe like two they, seconds. Yeah, as soon as they realized what it was, they cut away like. 
I still, yeah, I'd like to, Which, I guess yeah, what it was, like a, was, was like, a bejeweled boob. And what, and what they did is like, they like, like had there wasn't an even ending a nipple. Pose. Like they it had, wasn't even, it wasn't had, a nipple. They had an ending pose where she was like standing there and he was behind her and like put his hand over it and then like ripped away and it was like yeah like the, the da, costume da, 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 was like yeah and arm, it was just like... an ending and then like yeah it was like it she had like a like her nipple covered but it was like it was like a tearaway boob cover piece yeah, yeah. but it was an accident right no, no it wasn't it was they, they claimed it was it was, it was, they it was claimed part of like the it dance was a, move it was 100 yeah. percent part of the costume and part of the dance move really yeah. and then they oh, lied sure. and said it was yeah, a wardrobe said, malfunction yeah but but you know like in like why would they do that performances though? it was they're trying to do like art they, well, yeah because they because well, they didn't want to admit that they just you know yeah they were covering their something asses. controversial you know as part of the choreography but you oh, know okay. you know like that moment when like a big dance number ends or something and then everyone like gets in their last pose and they're just like <sighs> like yeah. breathing really heavily it was in that moment and oh, justin timberlake uh, took it away huh yeah i'm gonna so. have to yeah, she was literally asking research. for it. Um, I mean, it was. I don't. I, I don't know why I chose to phrase that, that way. That's awful. No, but what I mean, was she it was asking like, for like uh, for him to rip it off as part of well, the dance routine. It was planned. Team. Yes. So that's why I made that horrible <laughs> joke. But anyway, um, no, it was like bejeweled, as I recall, as a kid, and I remember being being like, "Whoa, people do that!" Like. And then and now that's your fetish. <laughs> well, I remember the news coverage making a big deal about it and me not understanding what the big deal was because I was desperate to see more of that on television. Um, and God, what, what I just imagine you being like, we eating people them? do that. And what, then you like going and like day? just trying to do that to somebody. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that's socially acceptable. Wow. <laughs> people do that. <laughs> Learned out really quick that people don't do that. <laughs> Wait, Tim, were you trying to figure out what you were eating in the moment? <laughs> I, I'm curious. Do you have any thoughts on what that was? Um, Is it like nachos? Yeah, or it's probably some kind of like, I would imagine, dip? you know, yeah, some kind of like a dip, you know, with hopefully some delicious like chips or something. I'm a big fan of um, Little Smokies, you know, this tiny little uh, like mini hot dog thing, basically, that like they tend to go in... Uh, delicious barbecue sauce and then they sit in like a, a just like a hot pot or you know something like that uh i re- really really like those um big fan big fan um yeah they're nice and sweet yeah 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 they they kind of have a tang to them um those are i like when uh people like make their own pizzas and stuff like that because a lot of those turn out surprisingly tasty um I don't know. It's uh, it's it's exciting. <clears throat> Jeez, geez, excuse me. Uh, it's exciting to think of the prospect of everybody getting vaccinated and being able to do those kind of stuff things and with like, food. yeah, like large groups of food. You know, <laughs> large groups of food. I meant to say people, but yeah, large groups of people bringing huge tons, plates, yeah, bringing huge plates of food together, and like Big you know, silverware. not having it be like weird and you know and wrong you know because uh you know fie on you if you gather with a ton of people this uh sunday naughty 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 um what what is your guys go to um thing to make slash bring in that moment for like uh, a party kowalski's veggie tray <laughs> yeah hey, kowalski's veggie tray is a nice offering did, that is a good did platter. we both do that that one time <laughs> yeah <laughs> both got a did. bunch of veggies and then no one ate either of them <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, it could be. I mean, but it's always nice to have the option of, you know. Oh, yeah. Veggies veggie are dip. great for a spread. I was I was uh, surprised. I was going around the party saying, God, you have to try these veggies. I just kept saying that <laughs> super loud. <laughs> like, I definitely, that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. I definitely, uh, I don't know. I like to bring um, cookies or, or drinks, depending on what people ask. Or I don't know. I, I, I think uh, the next time that I'm able to do something like that, that would be nice to make something like jalapeno poppers or something fun yeah Ooh, I, I don't i don't yeah, have like do a that. i don't have like a go-to thing that's kind of what I, I was wondering if you guys have like a go-to little dish that was I like honestly, passed down in your family because i don't either i'm like a i'll get like plates or like chips you know one of those store-bought uh things that they need yeah i i don't know how to cook so yeah culinary culinary skills were not passed down in my family the way that they were in some unfortunately um the only thing that has been passed down in my family is how to make lefsa which is like uh i don't know how else to describe it except for that it's like a basically a potato tortilla from uh norway and um it's uh it's, it's not not a lot of people know how to make them anymore it's it's a dying art and uh what do you do with it you put st- something in it or uh, you cover it in like butter and sugar and you roll it up and you eat it and um it's, it's like a tortilla it's, it's yeah it's like it's really it sounds it's, like a dessert it's fluffy it, it it is it's yeah it's like basically a dessert pastry but it yeah it's it's really good it's really simple but Making it is an enormous bitch, and it is a dying art, and that's the one thing that my family has passed down, is how to make that. Mine's got to be spaghetti, if I had to uh, pick a... uh... That spaghetti you made for me was really good. Nice, good, yeah, that was the first time I made spaghetti in a long time. Yeah, I think I was at your last two cooking installments of spaghetti, (laughs) or was present Yeah, before or after. Yep. Yeah, yeah I, spaghetti uh, for the boys. I chowed that spaghetti down. It was um, it was delicious, and it made quite a dish. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had uh, I mean, a full day of eating pretty much solely bananas before that, so that might have had something he to had do with how much you liked it. Cinnamon rolls up top. <laughs> cinnamon God, rolls no and bananas. Ga- no wonder my gas was so bad later. <laughs> so like a bunch of cinnamon rolls, bananas, and pasta. <laughs> like <laughs> just super, super carb heavy day. Like, oh well, yeah, dude. Carbs are definitely my favorite. Yeah, they're uh, they're great. They uh, they they taste like. Uh, Angel cum. <laughs> Speaking of angel is that, cum, is that is that like just the angel hair variety, or like all pasta? Is that an umbrella for all pasta? Uh, well, so as it hits the water, um, they do kind of have like an extruder system to make it very long and stringy. Um, you know, so I think yeah, it is kind of an angel hair sort of situation. Um. And actually, I'm not like like pivoting back to like real food. Um, I actually am not a big fan of angel hair pasta. Uh, I do really, really like spaghetti, but the mouthfeel of angel hair just it, I don't really fuck with it a lot. I'm bigger on uh, like linguine and fettuccine. Um, and spaghetti girthier spaghetti. If you can find like spaghetti that's specifically labeled as thick spaghetti. that shit for some reason is so good like if you add like butter to it or whatever like the way that the way that it clings is um 
it, it it is truly truly delicious i love penne but i never know with which utensil i i to use because i know most people use forks but sometimes i find that i can get bigger bites with like a Just large spoon it. yeah oh yeah so i'm because like whenever i use a fork i can only i can usually only stab like about two i could get two two noodles on the on the prongs you know yeah, yeah, kind of a sort of stack them, kind of ram through multiple, multiple piles of them. If you get a big them. enough spoon, you can get like five of them bitches. Big bite. Yeah, but I mean, the case the case to be made for small bites, you know, less hiccups, savor the food, uh, more time for resting and digesting. Um, but then sometimes you just want to, you just want to house that shit. You just want to pack her down. <laughs> Stuffy stuff stuff. Um. <laughs> yeah, that does uh that does make me oddly hungry though. Um. So Tim, you uh, I wish that talking about food didn't just like make me dream of all the possibilities of food. How are you feeling? Those um. Let's see how many. Oh, oh! There's only 38 milligrams of caffeine in Pepsi. Oh, that's like less than half a cup of coffee. Yeah, that is. I thought there was like more than. I thought I actually thought there was more caffeine in Pepsi than there was uh, Mountain Dew, but I guess I was yeah. wrong. I thought and there was like a Mountain Dew and, has more uh, sugar than Pepsi, though, so it maybe gives some people the illusion of quick energy too. Mm. And and for the listener, Tim's a little tired today because he stayed up. Pretty late last night, he was trying to crack the case on this uh, Capital Bomber. Is that what you were doing? You were trying to find this guy? Uh, Something the FBI? Yeah, that and yeah, I was, I was, I was doing some, I was doing some research. I was also, uh, I was trying to get a pair of shoes. <laughs> I was trying to get a pair of shoes, and they, uh, they wouldn't let me, they wouldn't let me get them. So I stayed up until three, and then woke up at nine a.m. Try to get it again. But uh, as I was waiting around for these, uh, you know, raffles um, to uh, to you know give hand me my loss and you know tell me that I wasn't gonna get these pink shoes that I wanted so bad, I was doing some digging on uh, this uh, this pipe bomber. And uh, so, has you know, there been any recent developments in that case? Well, so uh, actually, yes, yeah. As it turns out, there uh, there's some information and. Um, it's oddly enough, it's a, it's kind of shoe shoe related, and so uh, I thought I would use that as an opportunity to finally kick off uh, the shoe segment that I've been trying to squeeze out of my butt for for a little while. Oh, and Tim's so, sneaker stocks T in parentheses. Uh, yeah, I w- it's actually sneak peeks, uh, which is <laughs> Ooh, what we might have Daniel to we might have with. to vote on that. That doesn't sound very catchy. Uh, I I'm I, I think sneaker peekers. Sneaker peekers. I do have sneak. Then in parentheses it says er. We'll all all vote for our own idea. Yeah, yeah. But so, So, um, as many of you who watched in horror, as our capital was besieged several weeks back, are likely already aware. Not every bad actor stuck around waiting to be arrested or tased in the balls. No, instead it appears a true lone wolf gained access to the area around Capitol Hill on January 5th, the night before the riots, and left two highly dangerous and illegal gifts for the janitors who deal with the most hated influencers in America, the Republican and Democratic National Committees. What were these gifts? 
the, this radical centrist, likely to be a hero amongst other decidedly even-handed white people, was caught on security footage by, obtained by the Washington Post moving about the area and carrying a backpack which contained a pair of fully functional pipe bombs. Yes, that's bomb with two Bs and possibly indeed full of BBs. Uh, placed at the national offices for the two U.S. political parties, they bizarrely went undiscovered until the next day, less than an hour before Trump's very special patriots began to hunt for a way into the House and Senate chambers. So I'm not super familiar with pipe bombs. Is that like a when you like a kid would put like a cherry bomb in a toilet and it goes down, you flush it and it goes down to the pipes and it explodes it? They so my understanding of how a pipe bomb works is that you put some explosive material and some kind of uh, maybe some kind of shrapnel too uh, into a length of pipe that has uh, the oh, screw, that has the screw end on both ends. The bomb is housed in a pipe. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you take those little like pipe caps or whatever, and you screw the ends the off. Blast like, caps tight. on the end. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then so and then you like seal off both ends of this pipe. And the pipe itself can be the shrapnel, or you can fill it with like BBs or some other kind of shrapnel. And then these ones actually had a kitchen timer that was somehow rigged up to send an electrical signal, just like a little one, when they went off. And when they went off, uh, it would send an electrical signal, which would be enough to ignite the explosion and, in theory, detonate. They did not go off uh, because we found them. Um, they were reported, and uh, officials have actually suggested that this diversion of a department resources to identify, secure, and neutralize the two devices was a major factor behind the insufficient police force assigned to protect our nation's finest lawmakers and conspiracy theorists back at the ranch. The FBI has confirmed, per MSNBC's Pete Williams, this individual is the prime suspect in the would-be bombings and was photographed, quote, wearing a mask, a gray hoodie, and distinctive footwear. Nike Air Max Speed Turf Shoes, black, gray, and yellow. Oh, shit. The shoes, which are clearly some outlet-ass bunk bricks, now appear to be the crux behind the placing and identifying of the suspect, as the FBI has increased their reward offering for information leading to his capture and prosecution to a whopping 100000 U.S. dollars. Which is enough to get, like, three pairs of Freddy Krueger dunks in your size, or, like, 1,500 pairs of whatever the fuck an Air Max Speed Turf is. Seriously, I don't mean to get too hung up on this, but I am willing to bet like five people probably bought that ugly ass boot block in the tri-state area all year and only because they had to. As a self-proclaimed Air, as a self-proclaimed Air Max guy, perhaps I outed myself as a poser not knowing what this shoe is, but I stick perhaps to the more well-stylished classics, the 90, the 97, perhaps the Vapor Max Plus if somebody can plug me on the Tiffany's later this spring. Uh, but... By committing acts of terrorism in shoes nobody would be caught dead in, let alone try to kill in, he may have expected to stay unnoticed, like a toe fungus also hopes. So he planted the bombs the night before at the RNC and the DNC? Correct. And then he or he or she, this individual, then was not there when they found it. They had left? Yeah, yeah, they had made it away from the scene, and it was uh, basically the Washington Post went around and asked all these businesses and residences, like, hey, do you have, like, a ring cam camera or anything? And they just asked all these people, and they combed for footage with people's permission, um, and they found a bunch of videos of him going through the area. The FBI obviously obtained those and, you know, confirmed that they think that they're the guy. Um, 
but you know so like the, the footage is grainy but you can they were able to distinguish what kind of shoe it was and all told accounting forensics from a few stops to the local nike factory store are probably going to nail the nail this guy or gal right in their yee yeah yee yee ass haircut um uh, because yeah, this is not a common shoe that at least I don't think anybody would buy this shoe. Um, why? What? So why? Why do you say that? What does it look like? Like, is it? Uh... It's like really chunky. It's got like at least one or two straps that look like they're totally unnecessary. Um, it's it's just like it's very bulky. The colorway is okay. It's I don't know. It just like I said, like this literally looks like looks like something that would like you'd see it for the first time in your life in an outlet. And again, if mm. it's a functional shoe, that's just fine. But this was, it was, it was very, very ugly. Um, <laughs> and I suspect that uh, it, it's just going to be it, like, I suspect that they'll be able to catch it just solely based on the fact that I have never heard of anybody buying the shoe. Um, you know, and so he won't be the last person to be identified by their shoes, but uh, sure as hell isn't the first. Uh, forensic footwear evidence gathering is probably as old as detective work. So we'll say that it started around 1888 when the first widely accepted Jack the Ripper murder occurred. Uh, no, in fact, uh, shoes and their impressions they leave are such a key part of a person's identity and appearance that they were first recognized as credible trial evidence over a century before that in Kirkubri, Scotland. Uh, I believe it was 1786, uh, maybe 84. Um, but, um, the 18th century. And, uh, yeah, original investigation documents note that the detective followed, quote, heavily nailed and patched footprints from the scene where young Elizabeth Hewen was fatally stabbed before he made detailed tracings of the shape and accidental characteristics, which is what uh, the industry calls, like, nicks and scratches in the shoe from, like, just being worn over time. Uh, a man named William Richardson was found to be wearing boots with identical nicks, size, and shape, and was successfully convicted based on this evidence. Uh, a cursory glance at Google uh, confirms the robust nature of footwear evidence. A telltale swoosh in blood leaves a visible print in the wrong shoe size. Try to throw off the cops. It doesn't work. A bankrupt businessman is pinned for removing his creditor's brain after his size 7 Prada loafers draw attention from a witness, who coincidentally is also a Prada fan. Uh, an armed robber's Adidas high tops leave perfect and visible marks of the distinctive tread on the counter after he jumps up with his gun. Even the murder trial of former NFL player Aaron Hernandez hinged, hinged for a time on a pair of Jordan 11 retros that conveniently had gone missing from his home. The list appears to be endless, and the media does love to call it key evidence. Uh, but identification of footwear for criminal justice purposes is so common that, of course, it's also big business. At least five large firms offer databases and other software specifically on shoes. And the most famous of these is probably Foster and Freeman's Soulmate FPX, which is well known for its frequent appearance in the television program Forensic Files. Universities have also produced their own databases, <laughs> databases, databases, <laughs> which can be downloaded free of charge for research purposes. Needless to say, I downloaded one, um, and I wonder if off the books, designers have ever referenced data like this when deciding whose silhouettes to rip off for their shoe, because uh, it's well known that everybody just kind of like rips off each other's uh, silhouettes. And in particular, they rip off a lot of Nikes because uh, they have what, so many. What is a silhouette? It's what, just what you call like the model of a shoe. So okay. like, you know, if, uh, you know, if, uh, 
like a, an Impala is like a model of a car. You know, a Jordan one is like a silhouette, I guess gotcha. you could say. It's a model of a shoe. Um, but so I, you know, indeed, I, I did my own research and I'd say all but three shoes are pretty useless for criminal activity. So today I thought I would cover the ones that are good for it instead. Uh, normally, I try to push the upcoming dunk releases on people, but with the right simple preparation to cover your tracks, you can hit a lick on an entire shipment of dunks, smoke the delivery truck driver and get away. No case to beat. In fact, I am most per <laughs> in fact, I am most directly describing the all black Nike Air Force One, perhaps. Uh, <laughs> um, and these are shoes that um, are very common or what, what, what went into picking these three shoes? Uh, I would say they all are here for their own reasons. And I'll, I'll, I'll get into that. Um, they're, they're they're three very, very different shoes. So these are suggestions. Like, why would I want these shoes? Uh, for committing crimes and terrorism and oh. violence and robbery. Uh, they, they they. But again, you know, some of them specialize for specific you know categories. So, so a, a bit of the good old ultra violence. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a bit of the old ultra violence. And, and why would these shoes give you a you know uh, an advantage in these situations? Well, again, it's I I would say you know it really comes down to the situation in the shoe and that's you have to pick you have to pick the you right shoe the right for your shoe crime. for the right crime yeah, yeah exactly got it okay yeah every every crime you know has a shoe that fits um you know whether we're talking about evidence or perpetration preparation um but yeah so um i think the most famous uh crime shoe is probably the all black uh nike air force one um writing for complex uh uh, uh, author An Angel Diaz notes, dope heads and crackheads in the neighborhood almost wore them exclusively and folks that wore them to work fucked with them because they looked better than those slip-free generic joints they would have been forced to buy. The toe box on black Air Force Ones crumple up like paper when they've been worn too many times. They look like someone walked around with a closed fist inside them, plus they curl up when you take them off after a long day of shooting up, smoking rocks, robbing people, and or washing dishes. The leather starts to feel and look like plastic, too. Not only are they the uniform of the dusty dirt balls, they will literally get dusty. This is why normal human beings don't purchase them. Indeed, the phenomenon is well established. I feel bad that cooks and people who just need dark shoes for dirty, honest work get lumped in with people Urban Dictionary summarizes as, quote, doesn't value life at all and can't be trusted. But and sure, Anthony Bourdain reminded us in Kitchen Confidential that many behind the cutting board or grill are changed men trying to put sordid paths behind them. But surely they couldn't do this with uh, what another user quotes as uh, slime mentality. Uh, it's hard to say if these authors youthful memories and stereotypes are accurate or instead just apocryphal prophecy. Knowyourmeme.com does not have any rev re evidence of references to the phenomenon prior to February 2019. So people could just, you know, be hopping on the train here. Uh, the date stamps for the above commentary on Urban Dictionary arrived in the following months after that, actually. Historicity aside, if you need to perform robbery, whether it be armed or unarmed, this appears to be the shoe for you folks. They don't handle great in the mud, but it doesn't matter if you get your hands, uh, your feet dirty, uh, because you'll blend in with every other robber around you. So Just, again, this is the Black Air Force. All Black Air Force One. All Black. black all Black Air Force One. Noted. Writing that down right now. Yes. yes. So, so yeah. in theory, the reason you would wear them is because all of the other criminals would be wearing them, so they would be suspects in it, but 
wouldn't you not want to look like a criminal? Uh, yeah, but well, it's, it depends it's, again, on the crime it's kind of, it's part of the, okay. it's part of the uniform. So this I is think. for like just low level street crime. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is like the Could lowest, the lowest robbery. tier, high, high yeah. risk, low profit. Um, they're non-distinguishable. It sounds like so they're or in, indistinguishable. Like. Yeah. And you know, you can get them, get them cheap. A lot of people buy them, you know, so. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just wanted to make sure yeah. that we no, were talking no, discu- about the, discussion uh, is good. Yes. I also did you uh, just Google best shoes for to commit crimes? If you search the best shoes to commit crimes, the Black Air Force One is the first thing that comes up. It is if you type in Black Air Force One within the first 10 hits is the the, the complex article about how they are associated with committing crime. Okay. Gotcha. So and per- again, I don't really, you know, it's kind of, you know, it, it is true that people who just like need shoes that can't look super disgusting when they get dirty you know like black shoes it is a good one to go with because they're pretty durable they have good thick outsoles um they you know if you get black ones they're not going to show the kitchen scum as much as like you know obviously white ones would yeah for sure yeah so you're so perhaps i guess i think i'm getting it now like you might wear this when you commit the crime but you would probably want to switch out of them and not be seen wearing them uh you know just around like it's that's more crime 101 yeah. dog yeah well so actually it's funny you say that because um i would say the next shoe is very, is very openly worn um and so you know the uh yeah i would say that yeah you because you you do have to switch out of it because people will know it's an air force one you know if the mud does not sink too much after you know you leave it's not raining out um those two distinctive circles on the treads front much larger than the back they are a dead giveaway that it's an air force one and the cops will know right away which tracks they need to fall away from the scene because they will follow the air force one um but so if that last shoe was meant for dirty work this next one is perfect for wet work have you ever wanted to dress like a real islamic militant committing increasingly violent crimes against people in your own community because you're the only one who's allowed to watch porn on sub dial up wahhabi i got the profit Wahhabi, I got the product for you. Produced just over the fence in Karachi. Fashion trends and opinions on the high top sneaker may come and go, but the cheetah silhouette from Service Shoes is as timeless a design as Jihad itself. The white leather shoes with the yellow and green trim that looks like a stylized ear of corn are a status symbol for a group that wants to ban status symbols, the New York Times reported last week. Since the U.S.-backed Mujahideen took up arms to drive the Soviets out of Afghanistan in the mid-80s, commanders have been buying the cheap shoes as a sort of uniform for their units. Eventually, coming out to, eventually they came to match the white regalia that would become the Taliban's standard by the early 1990s, when these Mujahideen became the Taliban. Uh, the shoes are, at most, $25, <laughs> with Chinese knockoffs costing about half that. Yes, these things are popular enough that even at such a low MSRP, there's money to be made off fakes with cheaper materials. Uh, the authors note that even these ones are surprisingly comfortable. Um, they make their way to Kabul, uh, where successful vendors will sell hundreds of pairs a month, mostly to out-of-town males who request copies of their receipts. Can you give me the name one more time? I'm going to take a look uh, at these. Service Cheetah. Uh, uh, like S-E-R-V-I-S. And this is for wet crimes, you said? uh wet work uh this is this is for killing people shooting them bombing stuff this is taliban stuff um so the taliban buys and wears these shoes and 
The company ships nearly a quarter million pairs to Afghanistan every year from Pakistan, and their former CEO, who is still a member of the board, told the New York Times he believed people from every walk of life enjoyed buying and wearing the cheetahs. However, their head of Kabul distribution warehouse refused to, ev- refused to even speak of the shoes when the Times called him. He would not talk about them nor give his name. It looks like there's uh, several different colors in... Or are you, st- are you talking about a specific one? Yeah, I'm talking about a white high top with uh, green and yellow trim okay. that Found they it. literally are wearing in the photos. Gotcha. This is the one, right? Yep, that's the one. Mm. Not the shoe that I would picture, uh, picture him wearing. Yeah, but this is a shoe for bloodletting. You can spill the life force of your enemies into the soil in style and for cheap. Service Cheetah is hands down the most affordable sneaker I've never come across. And in case you're wondering, I have, of course, already started combing the internet for a pair in my size before bad international publicity drives the price up. Terror Chic is in style this year in America. If anybody has information on how Asian sizing corresponds to U.S. sizing specifically for this brand, shoot me a message on the gram. Did I mention these things last one whole year before they disintegrate? Much like the Afghan people drove the Ruskies out of their country, you can grab a pair of Haqqani highs and drive the deep state out of yours. Um, so, you know, those are like, and actually, they are a little bit harder to find than I expected, I think, because people probably buy them up. Um, they are, they're 25 bucks. That's not a lot for a pair of shoes at least from a Western perspective. Uh, But so, you know, the last two shoes that I plugged here for you today, my fellow degenerates, are known and documented for inspiring fear in the communities where they're worn. Um, But the truth is that ultimately, I think you're going to want to go with something that is invisible, something that you can blend in with, something that makes you look like everybody else, something that if they go back and they take this shoe, like, you know, photo of it to all the different shoe stores, Everybody and their cousin will have bought a pair of this shoe. And so, I mean, what, 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 what shoe do you think that that might be? What, what is the shoe that everybody, everybody has that, uh, that the most people Crocs. are buying? Loafers. So, Croc, Crocs not a bad guess. Loafers doesn't really work, right? Because um, people who study souls will be able to tell you what kind of loafer it is. They'll be able to tell oh. you your brand name and everything. I don't know. I'm not the, a big, yeah, yeah, big yeah. Uh, in on shoes. Uh, let's yeah, think the, here. The uh, and it, you're not, I mean, you're not going to get it because I didn't know this either. But the most common shoe that uh, is basically successfully sold specifically by Nike is the Nike Roche. It is a generic like running shoe that retails for between like 50 to 70 dollars so it's like you know very much considered like an affordable running shoe as far as like american running shoes go and it is nike's best-selling shoe it is it sells better than jordan's it sells better than you know any kind of air force one um it sells better than any of like their football shoes it is their it is their number one shoe it comes in a variety of uh, i think i maybe had a pair of those one time you probably have. I I think that a lot of people probably have. Um, These look like my gym shoes, honestly. I like the, the the shoes I wear to the gym might might be Nike Roches. They look very very similar. 
Yeah, no, and uh, and they are they're good in particular because if you do need a pair of gym shoes, if you go to an outlet, you can find them for like thirty dollars. And if you need to commit a crime, no one is gonna know that you're the one who bought the roaches. Everybody's gonna be wearing the roaches, baby. You know, they are like they are not they're they're the everyman shoe. They are not meant for the hype beast, for the person who, you know, needs something super fancy. They're functional. And they can function for you to commit crimes and not get caught in. Um, so I would say that like that one is I would you know, it's a it's not flashy, it doesn't have great story behind it, um, but it's been around for a little while and it's a it's a very successful silhouette. And uh, that would probably be that's 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 going to be the the best member in your heist crew will be the Nike Roach. And so, you know, I am I'm here today on a push to dethrone the Black Air Force 1 as the shoe associated with crime. And just like they do where we're going to where they send stocks to the moon for AMC and GameStop, let's send Nike Roach into the gutter, baby. Let's uh, commit as many crimes as possible with Nike Roche shoes, and uh, let's let's change the world together. <laughs> Coming for that number one spot, so Nike Roches. That's your that's yes. your personal top pick. That's the the shoe that if you did it, uh, it would have been in a <laughs> Nike Roche. Yes, yes, exactly. If if I did it, you know. I was, I mean, would have been wearing a Nike Roche, and um, that applies to assaulting the Capitol and, uh, you know, or, or you know, going to the Capitol and stealing AOC's shoes, which I definitely did not do. Um, Sounds like, you know, somebody that did that would say that. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, release it publicly I mean, like yeah, this. it is a little bit, you know, like on the toe, I mean, on the nose for me, um, you know go after the shoes you know see what she's wearing see what i'm wearing maybe do a little comparing comparing um but no i mean i think uh i if i had to pick a crime that i was going to commit that i thought i could like really get away with and you know not like attract attention in my roaches like the ideal crime for the roche probably just shoplifting i don't know especially if you're white you can probably just walk into a lot of places and just take whatever you want. Um, and then, and then you, you got know, some really fast running shoes to and then, and then you get just, away. You just look nondescript and, you know, that's you do what you do and then you leave. Interesting. Yeah, I've never even heard of the Nike Roche before. I've definitely heard of the Air Force Ones, of course, but never heard of uh, the Nike Roche. Yeah, I think it's just one that, you know, you don't hear the name of, but it's probably on most shelves when you yeah, go to the store. Yeah, just looks like a normal shoe. Yeah, and it doesn't even, I mean, and I spend a lot of time looking at it. It doesn't appear to, like, have have the name Roche on it or anything. Like, sometimes they'll, you know, be branded with their own name. You know, it's not like a Jordan where it says, like, Air Jordan or anything. So, you know, that's probably contributes to people not knowing what it's called, too. However, something to keep in uh, or to take into consideration, there did seem to be... Uh, a lot of different colors for the Nike Roche. So there, there's a chance that you get a color that, you know, not a lot of people have or that could narrow narrow down the search. You know, yeah. like a red Nike Roche. I saw a bright yeah. red one that looked pretty steezy. You know, yeah. there may only be the, you know, that might be a rare color, whereas a black Air Force One, 
you're automatically in yeah that comes with a color determined very very very, it's a staple color yeah i think if if you you, went with like an all black you know not just just like you know copy the you know the same thing over but i mean i imagine black has to be the most common color of nike roche they did they did have this one that i saw when i was looking them up uh in a south beach colorway so like you know basically aqua slash like bright teal and like hot pink um and actually su- looked surprisingly good on these you know just like cheap shoes it was pretty cool um I looked looked for them for a little bit couldn't couldn't find them it was probably from a few years ago but yeah definitely not that you wouldn't want to wear those committing crime mm-hmm. they uh you know people would people would remember uh be like oh those were the dude that was the dude in the fucking 90s ass shoes <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, the the hot pink Nike Roche is a little different than uh, you know, the all black Air Force Ones. I think that would probably be my uh my my go to shoe would be the, the black Air Force Ones. Because like we said, they're you know, they're black. Um you know, they're they're it's 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 all one specific color, so you're already in like a giant pool of people, you know what I'm yeah. saying? What, yeah. Air Force Ones are comfy. They're they're very thick. They're kind of like almost boot like in how big and thick the sole is. Like they have leave a big footprint. Um you know, so your feet would be protected when you'd be running, you know. You'd you know, they'd protect you from, you know, small nails that are sticking up, you know, various obstacles, broken glass. I think that my suggestion would be you go to Walmart and you buy two sets of shoes of their most popular slip-on or just sneakers and you get one size 13 or 14 and then one your size and you put the ones that are your size into that shoe and then you wear the big ones. Or just tape and like... You, a- you combine them because then your foot size is different. You could tape a, a different sole onto the bottom of your sole. Yeah, that actually, I've seen a forensic files where that was a thing. They really? they cut off the the soles of one shoe. I'm sure that would and, be like, uh, put easy, it actually. put it on another. But I think they were able to tell, based on just like the the pressure that was put, that like they could like see the shape of the other shoe through that shoe. Oh. Like the sole yeah, of it putting only putting more weight on the center of it. You know what I yeah. think uh, is. A good option that was that we hadn't discussed is um those uh knee high uh yellow rain boots. That's probably what I would do most of my Yeah, you can splash around and not yeah. get your feet wet. Yep, puddles aren't yep, exactly. Yeah, because that's I, every time I'm out committing a crime and I'm just about to do it, like I'm about to do it, and then there's a puddle in front of me, I'm like, Well, I guess I'm not doing this. Yeah, it starts to sprinkle and you're like, like I don't want to get, get my home. shoes wet. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely the biggest hang-up for me in, you know, committing crimes. Definitely. I'd probably rock the uh, the waist-high waiters, or... or what, is that what they're called? <laughs> yeah, waiters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It didn't sound right. Big rubber fucking... Yeah. It's like overalls, but you can be submerged in water. Yeah. People will think I'm a fisherman. I'm just cashing <laughs> a paycheck, but nope. I'm there to rob... People think I'm just a... A fisherman with a ski mask on. <laughs> Casting my paycheck. <laughs> Much more complicated man, and I'm here to rob you. <laughs> People would take one look at my uh my my Halloween store bought uh uh Donald Trump mask 
and uh, be like, oh, yeah. that's just Donald Trump fishing cash yeah like like in a point break when the presidents are robbing the bank you got a donald trump mask for (laughs) exactly like that yeah i see actually i haven't seen that movie though oh it's good early keanu what about late keanu uh fucking uh cyberpunk (laughs) (laughs) yeah i uh... I heard he was like the worst uh actor in that in that game (laughs) people didn't like him in that that's sad and too bad i haven't gotten nearly far enough i've just been letting those update patches roll in so that i'm not like devastated with how broken the game is because it was pretty broken i'm not gonna lie i got it day one i played it and yeah you were your first review of it you're like this isn't broken but it kind of caught up you couldn't play anymore well it just like it would crash a lot you know which is kind of unacceptable and um it would there were definitely some strange things like there was this one street where they like artsily placed like part of like the median barrier of the road like broken and into the road to make it look like the city was kind of just like crappy in that area falling apart but like they also would just continue to spawn like regular traffic through that street and they would drive through that barrier and make like crunching noises as they got damaged like driving through it (laughs) so like there were definitely some you know just like housekeeping issues uh like a lot yeah. of those um but i'm i don't know i'm uh, most of the issues i just thought were kind of funny like that like there was nothing aside from the crashing that was particularly frustrating i'm also just really bad at that game like i'm stuck in this one spot where it's like it's one of those things where you spawn and there's guys like right like you know just like a few feet ahead of you and you just instantly start getting wrecked and then you die and then you have to wait for the game to load, and it takes longer for the game to reload than it did for you to fucking die. And then <laughs> you die again, and it's kind of just like, I think I maybe need to start a new game. Like, damn. it's I wasn't super far in at all. I was, you know, there were acts or whatever. I wasn't even, like, chapters. I wasn't even, you know, out of the first one, so wouldn't be the biggest loss but i and then i get to see that fucking 96 percent augmented man again who walks up and says you look like a piece of fuckable meat are you nice which is still the show on the game i hear i've been hearing a lot about this guy i hear he uh yeah he people like him better than keanu it's like the baby yoda of cyberpunk (laughs) just as cute yeah it's, uh, his name is coincidentally Grogu, too, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I... Uh, Some would say he came first. They've been working on this game for so long. Ooh, I don't know, though. Even if they were working on it, I think the person that releases it first is the, uh, the person that calls dibs on it. You know? mm. I think they were only working on this game, like, actually, like, actually working on it for, like, four years, I think. Mm. Isn't that long for a... Uh, ginormous game like Cyberpunk, yeah. but and we've discussed Cyberpunk at length. Yeah, so maybe we nauseam. still have never played it. Ad <laughs> so, nauseum, uh, we've discussed it. Some might say, um, but so Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven twenty seventy seven sounds pretty far into the future, but it it'll be pro- here before you know it. Yeah, it probably will come up quick. Uh, you, you know, you watch old movies and people are like. Ah, 2020, we'll have flying cars. So uh, when do you guys think we will have flying cars? We already do have a we couple do have flying cars. Flying but I mean cars. Like, a, like, 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 a, like a city full of flying cars. Oh, I don't know. Not for like fucking... Oh, you mean like ones that make like this noise like... 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we we didn't add that in post. There, boy, Elroy. Nathaniel's actually able to make that noise. Just that one was. Tim sounds. Tim sounds like a like a dove or something. <laughs> no, no. Sounds like a pigeon just flew in here. What what have we what have we done? What are we doing right now? <laughs> we, we've resorted to mouth noises. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah, honestly, cool. uh, flying car cities. I don't know. Hopefully, I'll see that in uh, in my time. I'm sure that I, I won't. But I, I don't. I don't think I ever want them. No, I mean that. Like, imagine. I mean, we'd have to have some sort of safety net because you can't have just cars nah, just crashing. You don't sky want and... scenarios like fucking Attack of the Clones, where they're like flying through the city and like falling off of the car because they get like pushed, and then they like land on somebody else's car, and it's like driven by an alien, and he's like, <laughs> and there's like subtitles that are like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And then you know you what fall onto the next car. Uh, fucking episode two, Attack of the Clones. You know, oh, like the Coruscant it's in stuff. The, uh, it's in the beginning when they try to uh, assassinate um, Princess Amidala, I believe. Well, think think about all the people that have been killed by pianos falling out of windows, and you know, yeah, funny you say how that. How many? I, you added. I don't know. I, I, like, I actually just just, a, just watched uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit last night, uh, and he uh, the the main detective Eddie Valant. Uh, he hates tunes because uh, he was in Toontown with his brother and a uh, piano fell on his head and it killed him. Do you think Looney Tunes actually like coined that idea? Or, well, mean, it was Warner Brothers and Disney that Warner teamed Brothers. up for it. So, okay. so Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse. Okay, so here I've got this answer. Um, but oh, okay. it, it says that uh, in, the last, in the last like century, uh, 26 Americans have been killed by pianos like basically falling somehow and crushing them. But most of these are not from a like Roadrunner Wiley Coyote style, like literally just pancaking them like okay, from above. Okay. Well what about um but so what it's about not those exactly weights, those rare. Acme weights. Oh an anvil? Yeah, anvil. anvil. How yeah. many people have been crushed by anvils? Um before we I before bet we, it's more than one. Before we do another Google search, uh, I wanted to go back to what I think the future should hold <laughs> instead of flying cars you ready yes it's gonna be this big fucking giant light rail and it's gonna go <laughs> and it's gonna be able to go anywhere and it's gonna have these little separate cars that come off like lifeboats and it's gonna be able to drop you off at your house go back up and then meet back up with the giant light rail it'll be like a and school like of, it'll be like a school of fish of uh like different you know, little light rail cars, and it will be That'd able. That'd be to, cool. It'll be able to go all and over. And each one had a had its own like little robot conductor. Yep. And they yep. would all have different personalities. Yep. And it, it it you'll you'll be in like they'll tell you when it's your stop is coming up, and it, you'll be called into the little little bus thing. And maybe even that little bus has smaller little buses, so that can go off in a neighborhood, and then everybody's goes out, um, and then they all come back to this giant like snake like light rail that's like a school of fish with a bunch of different cars huh yeah the more you know i mean hopefully and the, the, the whole our, our, everyone's whole life revolves around the light rail schedule <laughs> no i mean it'll be it'll just be always going 
the, there'll be there'll be so many of them that it, it'll be convenient every every single moment of the day. And then the light rail will become sentient and uh, fuck yeah, that'd be sick. Enslave yeah. all Big of us. Fan of sentient light rail. Lovely. Can you imagine? It would be like. It would say really scary things like you'd get on it, you'd be like super baked and it'd be like, hi, Tim. And you'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And it would like already know where you want to go. It would be like, oh, are you thinking about going to the mall again? You know, like based on your history. And you'd be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's spooky. Or like when you, when you look at your Google Maps and it's like you are parked here, but it's like a spot you parked a long time ago. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, when did I park there? And then you're trying to, you know, figure out when you were parked there and why. And then are are you ever, I mean, are you kind of like relieved here? Like, wow, like, I'm glad this technology isn't that good yet. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. never helped me out. Oh, Tim, maybe we should have used that uh, when we got lost at the, wait, where was that? At the Bernie Sanders rally? When we forgot where your car was parked? Oh yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was actually crazy. Yeah, we um, should have we should yeah, have used my, that my, Google my app. My phone, you know, was like dead, and like we didn't mark, we didn't do a really good job of remembering like what ramp we parked in, and like the kind, <laughs> no, we just like, like got out of the car. A lot of them kind of do look the same, and we just got it kind of walked, got out of the car, and like kind of had to go like kind of a long ways to get to this uh, Bernie rally, and then by the time we were leaving, it was like pretty dark and getting darker. And it was kind of just like, fuck, where's the car? Yeah, it was like, like five blocks away from from where we were at, or at the rally. So dang, that's yeah. one of my biggest fears. Or just, just when I keep walking around, get really and, freaked out is when I can't find my car. Yeah, and it was scary because like my phone was about to die and kind of just like didn't really know what to do. But yeah. then we found it. That's that's another one of my fears is having your phone die in that situation. So You'll that, have that dream tonight. That would have. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, dreams to pair with your uh, your server. Sweet dreams, dreams are made of these. Yeah, I had a I had a um a, a night like a serving nightmare, which I haven't had in like three four years, and I had one last night. Even though I haven't worked in a restaurant for like two years, but they're uh, just super stressful. It's like you know, it gets busy, your section fills up, your legs can't move, kind of thing. <laughs> oh, your legs can't move. Oh no! Yeah, and you just you you just see all the stuff you have to do, but you you just can't do it. That's not what mine was. Mine was like a like a table didn't get their food and then they like looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> they looked at me. Well, no, okay. Then I had to go I, I, talk <laughs> to them. I wasn't gonna go back. No, it wasn't my table. I went out to them. They asked me specifically for this dessert dish. And I said, Yes, I will look into that and I will figure it out. So I went to the kitchen. And I forgot. Sa- no, I did not forget. This was not my fault at all. Even in my dream, I'm never wrong. Um <laughs> so <laughs> I went to the kitchen. And uh, I saw that dessert dish going out toward that table. And I was like, there it is. It's done. And then like 15 minutes later or something, I don't know, it's dream time, so it's hard to say. But sometime later, I brought that same dessert dish out to a table that was right next to that table. And when I did, they still didn't have it. And they looked at me giving it to another table. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm so, so sorry. I'll figure this out. And it like wasn't my table, but it was considered my fault and it was just very stressful and then everyone was mad at me and uh yeah i don't know it's not very that's when you just uh, it might have been your fault no no it's the server's fault it's not my fault it wasn't my table just never admit that Hmm. you were the one that talked to him that's what i know i 
no, I take responsibility for my my <laughs> my actions. But it, and then it was like a it was like a new server in my dream that like was in over their head. So it's not like I'm not gonna like throw them under the bus. Oh, that's the perfect person to throw under the no, bus. No, 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 no. They'll be fired that day. Yeah, but yeah, super interesting dream. It's even more interesting the third time I've said it today. <laughs> uh, but uh, huh. ho- hopefully, I don't have any more of those. Hell yeah, because they are stressful. They sound pretty spooky, not gonna lie. I but, bet because they're like so condensed and stuff, I feel like they probably happen like within like yeah, it's, five minutes of you sleeping. Oh, well, no, no, no. It's it's your sleep cycle, so it's the last time you went into deep sleep before you wake up. It happens several times, and you'll have like multiple dreams through the night, but the one you yeah. remember is the last time that you dipped that low. Uh, so it was the one mm, I had just before waking nightmare. up, and then as you wake up, it slowly... like. A, I, I've seen it described as like holding like sand underwater. It just starts like dissipating from your hand and all of a sudden your hands like it's gone. Like that's how dreams are when you wake up. Mm. Um, but yeah. Uh, but dreams are sweet. Uh, and uh, perhaps. So how many people have been killed by anvils? Um, I couldn't really find any it just routed me to more piano deaths yes yeah, so it that seems to have been it seems to have been based on a case like a story from 1932 when one fell from a second story that was being hoisted and it fell on a mover so i could see that have been in the papers and then it gets used a bunch of you know becomes a trope yeah I'm God, what a way to go out there and say that i think that is the origin yeah because i mean they don't still do that. I mean, do they? Like, well, I how do you can't get, imagine how do you many people are in? moving. Oh, you're talking about pianos now. I thought you were talking about anvils. Yeah. Who's, who's going to move an anvil? A bunch? <laughs> like, what is an anvil even for? Oh, it's for it's like, like a weight. Isn't it for like uh, like blacksmiths? Yeah, they, they like hit it, hammers yeah, yeah. on top of it. And then I think they can be used like on ropes it's as like a, weights, kind of like an anchor sort of thing, but like in a pulley system. Mm. Um, but yeah. Uh, not typically hoisted above busy streets or no, anything like that. No, no, no. no, but I was just wondering, I mean, like, there's got to be, like, better ways to move a piano than to hoist it outside of, like, you know, a busy New York apartment. Yeah, I mean, there's only one way to get it in, though, and that's kind of it. That's crazy. What a hassle. Yeah. I can't, I... You can't you just get like an like an IKEA piano? You assemble it. <laughs> oh God. I, I I did once in trying to put that thing together. Oh brother! <laughs> um, but all the levers and hammers and yeah, wires. Spe- speaking of moving, though, I think it's time that uh, you know we perhaps move on, and you, the listener, move on with the rest of your day, and uh, you know have some sweet dreams, not nightmares. Drink a Pepsi. Drink a Pepsi. Get wired, bitch. Yeah. So uh, I hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl halftime show, Donald Trump's puppet show. Yeah. Yeah. We Uh, all knew it was him, although he tried to pretend he was somebody else. Donald Trump snip slip. And we we also just want to give a disclaimer that uh, uh, any crimes committed by our listeners via the information that we gave, uh, that wasn't our intention. Um, So... uh, wink uh so uh go ahead wait and, so uh, does the wink mean it was our intention or is the wink like playful 
<laughs> what wink? You just said wink. No, that was my eye closing. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's that was the loudest and most English-driven automatopoeia. <laughs> you know, your eyes don't do that. Blink, blink. Yeah, blink. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Has it always been like that? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so uh, yeah, go on about your your days. Get out of here! And remember, if you're not hard as shit, you they must acquit.